Hi everyone, we're going to continue in part two of the two seed lines. Last time we gave you some examples how to look at these seed lines in your Bible. I mean, some of you might not even know it's all about the battle for seed in your Bible. It's one of the big battles in your Bible. Um, and it's very undercover, hidden, these battles. But it's what everything's about for us sitting here today. It's because of the battles that took off, well, took place from Genesis. And it's still happening today, this battle of the seed. In the previous teaching, I showed you where the two seed lines came from. Both were birthed in the garden. Why? The two trees. One was Jesus, one was Satan. That's why the woman was caught in the act of adultery. She chose to, cho to choose Satan, that man, and, and not Jesus. She committed the act of adultery. Right, we're going to talk on that tonight. So, we know the one tree was Jesus, and the one was the enemy, the tree of life. Jesus, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, is the enemy that had the character of the snake. That's why we know it's Satan, the tree. Your Bible says it. So, sin entered man, male and female, in the garden. We know that because they ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I spoke about that earlier. Um, I also showed you when, where this woman was caught in the act of adultery. And I want you to realize why he went for the woman. I'm going to touch on that now. Why he specifically went for the woman. One thing you know that I've said before, our soul is female. He went for the soulish side of us. That's one way, but it goes deeper than that also. Um, so the enemy first wanted to get a hook in the woman. All right? Why the woman? Women work with emotions. We don't as men. Think of what I'm saying. He knew if he could get her, she will be able to convince Adam. Men, am I right or wrong? Today, in our lifetime, is they, the women have got the ability to change our minds like that when they want something. And we will say, yes. It's not changed at all. I mustn't give them these clues, actually, huh? They've got a certain power that God placed in a woman, and the enemy knew it. That's why he went for the woman. Because if he had gone to the man, man is black and white, he would say no or yes. I'm not saying he was going to choose differently. But if, if the man chose, yes, he will eat like Eve did, for a man to get a woman to eat of that tree, he was going to struggle like hell. She would not have eaten of it. Most probably she would have said, no, we're not allowed to eat it. And she would have came up and said, protect it. That's why the enemy first went for it. And it's still like that today. Eh? If you want to buy that new car, try and convince your wife you want to buy that new car. <laughs> it takes a long time <laughs> to get her to think the way you think. If you want to buy something, a toy. We men always have toys. It takes a lot of scheming and dealing to get your wife to say yes. But for us men, if the woman comes, we easily say yes. And the enemy knew that. That's why he did it that way. He knew if he could get her, she would convince man, Adam, like that. But if he, he had to go do it, it would have been way more difficult. See how our characters and stuff, he knew it. I mean, we're still like that today. So 
just remember that when you look at that. Just think logically why. And then like, like I said, there's also deeper meanings to that. But a woman can change a man's mind very easily. If they want to change the kitchen or they want to do something like this or that, yeah, we always say, yes, I want that tiles. No, I want that tiles. Whose tiles do you buy at the end of the day? Their tiles. Huh? That is just how it is. The reason the enemy wanted the seed in the man, he wanted the seed in the man at the end of the day. Remember last week we spoke about the woman. But he wanted the seed in the man. He wanted his seed in the man. Not in the woman, even though he went for her first. Because, remember, she would get Adam to follow and Adam will receive the seed. Because who carries seed? Men, not a woman. Remember that. Even though the woman is of utmost importance in this whole story, I mean, she brings life, which a man can't do. But before life can happen, they need to be seed. Right? You must focus. You must get this. When I actually fully understood it, I always knew bits and pieces, but when I did this teaching, it all made, came together for me also. I knew lots of bits and pieces in the Bible, but I, because I never pursued it, I never understood it fully. But now, when I did this teaching, I saw... Wow, okay, so concentrate. Men cannot bring forth after a kind. Women can. Men only carry the seed. Alright? But the fight's about two seeds, lines. And I said the seed came in at the sin. And it went into Eve and then into Adam. So who's carrying the enemy's seed? Adam. What does Eve do? She produces after that seed more of that, of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. All right? So, let's look at the Bible. Let's go to a story in Luke 1 verse 26. We all know the story, but let's see if you know the story. Let's look at it in a different way. And in the sixth month, an angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city in Galilee named Nazareth. To a virgin exposed, okay. To a virgin exposed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came unto her and said, Hail thou art, uh, that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women. So he's blessing this woman. All right. And when, he, when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of uh, salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I not know not a man? She hasn't slept with anybody yet. 
She's still a virgin. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born on thee shall be called the Son of God. She's a virgin. She hasn't been with a man yet. God chooses her. Why? Why? Let's look at it. She hasn't got seed in her yet. She hasn't been corrupted yet. Alright? She can bring forth. But because she hasn't had a man with her yet, she hasn't done that yet. Matthew 1 verse 18. This was how Jesus, God anointed one, was born. His mother Mary had promised Joseph to be his wife. But while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Again, she went, how did she become pregnant? Through the power of the Holy Spirit. Her fiancé Joseph was a righteous man, full of integrity, and he did not want to disgrace her. But when he learned of her pregnancy, he secretly planned to break the engagement. Listen, a virgin will be pregnant. Uh, listen, a virgin will be pregnant. She will give birth to a son, and he will be known as Emmanuel, which means in Hebrew, God became uh, one with us. When Joseph awoke from his dream, he did all that the angel of the Lord instructed him to do. He took Mary to be his wife. Again, Joseph did not sleep with Mary until Jesus was born. All right. So here we see, if we read that Mary was impregnated with Jesus by the Holy Spirit. Then you have to ask the question, which I know nobody asked. I also never asked it, why? We know in the normal sense why, but is there more to it why? Why did that happen? Why did God not allow Joseph to impregnate her and just make Jesus? Yeah, he's got to stop the seed line. Otherwise, he could have just had Joseph sleep with her and then just say, okay, you, you, you've got no evil in you. But he did not do that. Because he still follows our ways and the things and how he made us. So, you need to see something here that most people don't see or don't understand. It, was, it happened this way because God had a precise plan from the garden. And it only came to maturity here. But it started at the problem in the garden when Eve ate of the fruit. So, Remember, it's about the seed line that had to change. Who carries the seed? A man. Where did the seed enter? In the garden, when they ate of the snake. So we have the snake seed in us. Um, so if Satan carried the seed of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and man received it, how do we know that we received that seed? A man's sperm. It's in the image of a snake. We carry the seed of the snake. Not the woman. So the woman will reproduce more snake, more of its kind. That's what happens with seed. That's why he needs the woman and always wants to stop the woman from reproducing certain things. He only wants him to reproduce after his kind. And he's so scared he would rather kill babies than take a chance. That they can get born again or saved. He would rather kill them in the mummy's womb. That's why when you are born, you still do sin. So the seed a man carries is like the snake. After its kind. 
Like I said in the beginning, the enemy wanted the seed in men to reproduce after his kind. And he came through the woman because he wanted it in the man. Alright? That's why you need to be born again. Because if you become born again, it cancels the DNA of that seed. You've got to be born again. That cancels the seed. You don't bring forth after its kind anymore. Always. There's a change that happens in you. Alright, so man can only uh, produce uh, uh, man in his fallen nature. That's what we do. The snake seed. We received into the garden and we reproduce after it. Then we get born again. And the Bible's got, I didn't put all those verses in this. Go read your Bible, how many verses there are that says you changed a new creation. All those verses. Now you know why. Because something needs to change in you. Your whole DNA must change, actually. Alright, because we've got the wrong seed in us. So now, I just read you about Mary. That's why God could not allow a normal man to sleep with Mary. Because he would not allow that seed in his son. He allowed the Holy Spirit, his seed, to overshadow her so that his son can be born pure and not have the snake in him. That's why the Holy Spirit had to overshadow her and not a man be with her. Otherwise Mary would have reproduced after the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But what did she reproduce? Jesus, the Son of God, Emmanuel. After that, Joseph slept with her, and she had normal children after the tree of knowledge of good and evil. What's his brother's name? James. And yeah, his friends, his family. But only Jesus is the only one that was born not of a man's sperm. Because God could not allow the enemy to touch, or will not allow the enemy to touch his son. Because oh, we carry the snake. And his son was 100% man and 100% pure. We are not 100% pure. We might be 100% man, but we're not 100% pure. None of us, men or female. But you see why the woman is important, why the woman always gets attacked? Because she's got the capability that the enemy also doesn't have to reproduce. He can bring his seed... But he wants to, both of them plays a crucial role for him to, that he wants to kill. To stop, because there's still a possibility that he can lose the seed when somebody gets born again. That's why he gets so agitated when we get born and get truly born again. Truly born again, people. Alright? Uh, I hope you understand that. You must get that here. It's beautiful if you understand it. I always knew about this. I mean, I spoke a year ago about this. But I never got the whole story. I never understood the whole story regarding it. I knew bits and pieces of it. Now I understand it. Jesus could not carry the snake's DNA in him. We could not. God will not allow that. That's why no man had to be with Mary. 
needed her to be pure. That's why she was a virgin. She was still pure. She doesn't have that seed lining her to reproduce after that kind. Like I said, that's why we need to be born again. Because when we're born again, we can produce our spirit and everything changes in us. When you're born again, you've got influence in your child to change that seed line. That's why parents, it's so important what we do because we've got influence on that seed line. That seed needs to change at some point. That's why baby baptism doesn't change, change it. Again, we spoke about this so many times. Mary got impregnated by the Holy Spirit. You are also impregnated by the Holy Spirit. That's why you've got Him in you now. That's why you are carrying, the Bible says, Him in you. Christ in you. You were impregnated the day you became born again. The same thing happened to you. The Holy Spirit overshadowed you, came into you, and impregnated you with Christ in you, His Spirit. Not a literal baby, but as His Spirit came and stayed inside of you now, like He stayed inside of Jesus. And it, that Spirit has not got the DNA of the snake. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 44. For it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living soul. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. See the difference? The first one that made the mistake, that brought sin in, became a living soul. The last Adam is a life-giving spirit. All right? That's why also, if you look at Eve, she's also a type and image of, um, of Mary. Mary of Eutherian, you mentioned it yesterday. When was it that you spoke to me about it? Because of what happened there, she's also type. Because if she's the Eve, she reproduced after the spirit side. She reproduced now. All right. It came also was corrected. Eve should have done that, and she did do that. I think Eve had plenty of children before sin entered. That was done without the snake's input. All right. Before that, Adam, the last Adam. Um, Jesus says, I'm the last Adam in that. I don't want to go too much into that now. So this new seed that we receive when we get born again, through the Holy Spirit, we can now bring forth after his kind, not the snake's kind. We've got the ability to step on the snake's head. That's why the Bible says it. We can do that now. That seed gets actually killed in you when you become born again, the old Adam, the snake nature. In the spirit, that's actually what happens. We just sometimes entertain that by sinning the whole time, the old Adam's nature, but it's actually been killed in us through the Holy Spirit. The moment you choose Jesus as your Lord and Savior, He overshadows you, and the Holy Spirit comes and impregnates you. I've said this before, we become impregnated, so people will, will see if you are impregnated with Jesus, if the Holy Spirit overshadowed you. Mary, a normal woman, grows bigger when she is a baby in her. You, in the spirit, are supposed to grow bigger when Jesus is in you, as he's growing in you. You're becoming more mature. The, what's inside of you are becoming more mature like a normal baby. That's why we get impregnated like that. Mommies know that. It's funny, man. How quickly the cigarettes go and the alcohol goes and they know. All right. So, people need to see that you are impregnated with him. In the spirit, it's visible for people to see. When you talk to somebody, you can see he's impregnated with him, or he's religious, or he's not. He's just a church-going Christian, whatever. But you can see how far are they pregnant when you talk to somebody. You pick it up like that, how far are they pregnant in the way they speak. 
that's why the Bible says this in Romans 8. For we knew that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth. See, everything gets explained in that way. In childbirth. Something needs to be birthed. And not only the creation, but we ourselves. We are pregnant. And there's something growing in us that needs to come out. Which is Christ. And we want it to come out. Because the further you are in your pregnancy, the harder it is to carry this baby. It becomes harder and harder. Those that have children knows what I'm talking about. So we should feel like that in the spirit. That it's inside of you. This Jesus Christ inside of you. You want that to birth. Because the whole of creation needs it. It says what will happen in the end. When, when, when Christ is manifesting his sons. The whole, whole of creation is waiting for this to happen. To, to fall away from decay. That we cannot have decay anymore on this earth, in our bodies and in the earth outside. Um, it says, and not only the creation, but we ourselves, we have the first fruits of the Spirit grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. God's going to be redeemed. Why not your soul? Because your soul gets redeemed the moment you, un- you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Your spirit is clean. Your soul is, on a clean, is being cleansed by the Holy Spirit as you grow. So those two are being worked with the whole time. And then, bam, that's still going to happen. The redemption of your body. The third one is still going to happen. Matthew 23 verse 33. I want you to see some of these verses that I put in here. Just to go think about them. I'm not going to go in detail with these verses now. Matthew 23, verse 3. Ye serpents, ye generation of vipers, how can ye escape the damnation of hell? This is John the Baptist speaking here. But I think it was John the Baptist in this one. But look at what he's saying here. Ye serpents. He's speaking to the religious ones. We spoke about this before. I've done teachings, but I want you to see why another way, reason why he's calling them. Because what are they reproducing even the religious people, after their kind, more religious people. It's still happening today, people. The system are reproducing after the system. And it comes from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, from the enemy. Luke 10, verse 19. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Jesus is saying this. He gives you power over the serpent. You can stop. This is in the literal sense. But in the spiritual side, what's he saying? You can stop the snake from reproducing of its kind. You've got the ability and the power in you to stop that thing. Get people born again. Then you do that. When somebody gets saved, you, you do what that uh, Luke 10 is saying. You stop that serpent. Acts 28 verse 3. When Paul had gathered an armful of brushwood and was setting it on the fire... A venomous snake was driven out by the heat and latched onto Paul's hands with his fangs. When the islanders saw the snake dangling from Paul's hand, they said to one another, No doubt about it, this guy is a murderer. Superstitious, eh? Even though he escaped death at sea, justice has now caught up with him. Don't we use that today? We just say it that way. That's what they're actually saying. Yeah, he, did it. he made it in the sea, but now eh, he's God got him now. He caused that snake to bite him. Eh? The judge. 
But Paul shook the snake off, flung it into the fire, and suffered no harm at all. Everyone watched him, expecting him to swell up or suddenly drop dead. After observing him for a long time and seeing that nothing unusual happened, they changed their minds and said, He must be a god. If this snake wants to bite you, people, guess what? He cannot do anything to you. He cannot kill you. Why? Because you became born again. Jesus' spirit is in you now. Just shut it off. When people make you angry, when things go wrong, when deal with it, get rid of it and move on. Don't let that venom come into you. All right? No, it's not always easy, but we can do that now. Let that venom not touch you. John 3 verse 4. And just as Moses in the desert lifted up the brass replica of a snake on a pole for all the people to see and be healed, so the Son of Man is ready to be lifted up, so that those who truly believe in him will not perish but be given eternal life. And we know the story of the snake of Moses in the desert. Jesus said, that snake there, on the cross, when you have your eyes on me, that nature, I'm going to kill it. The nature of the snake. Not so much the devil himself, he's talking about the nature, the seed, everything. Because now if you get born again, the more people get born again, the more of the snake nature dies. That's in man. Yeah, you can go work on these verses more if you want to. I'm just throwing it out there so you can see. Look at verses, just to show you can look at verses spiritually, these verses. The last one here, Romans 6 verse 4. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death. That's why you need to die. That snake must die in you. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead... By the glory of the Father, even so we also shall walk in newness of life. Because when you get baptized, you die. Things die in you. That snake. So understand this. In the beginning, the garden was there. The enemy came for Eve, the woman. Because his goal was to get to the man, to carry the seed line forth, his seed line forth, the sinful one, the nature of the snake. I mean, you, we all know people that uh, are very sinful, and they act like a snake, they're sneaky, you can't trust them, behind your back. This happened in the garden from that day. Now you must think about it. God saw this happening, which was not his plan immediately brought this whole plan in action. Everything that happened through the whole Old Testament, the seed lines, go look at the generation. I don't want to go in that. The generation lines. And there's a debate and a fight about the generation lines. You know the one that in Matthew that says, until Joseph. In the Roman Catholics, they've got the, the, the line of Mary. This whole line of Mary. Everywhere the enemy tried to stop that line. Moses, killing all the babies two years and younger. 
wanted to stop the seed line of Jesus. Everywhere there's things happening. Abram, Isaac. Things happen everywhere. Joseph. To stop the seed line. Go look in the Old Testament how many times the enemy tried to stop that seed line. How he tried to stop people. I mean that's 10 teachings just to go look at that. But you can do that on your own now that you know what's going on. Every time when you read about those people, see how the enemy tried to stop the seed because he was scared if that one's going to come. He's not going to carry his seed. Because only the one that doesn't carry the seed of the snake can stop the snake. We cannot. No man can. And the enemy could never stop God. With all his, every time he tried to, to stop God, God used it to his benefit. Kill Moses? No. A Pharaoh takes Moses' child and teach him the best ways they are so they can become the best. Backfired on the enemy. Go look at all the people in the Bible. Every time the enemy tries to them, it backfires on the enemy. Try to kill every child two years young with Jesus? No. Let's take him to Egypt. Wise men, come bring your gifts. Because I want to take him to Egypt. He's got enough money that he doesn't struggle in Egypt. And then he can come back when he's ready. Didn't phase him. King Herod didn't phase Jesus. King Herod didn't phase God. Thinking he's going to stop the seed line now. And King Herod said, kill every boy. Because King Herod carried the seed of the snake. And today we have the same problems in the systems and a lot of the systems, not all the systems, but in a lot of the church systems, the snake spirit, the snake is operating through teachings and stuff to keep the people bound and away from freedom, from life. And they only reproduce after their kind the whole time. Nobody grows further because they're stuck in that loop which the enemy wants them to be stuck in. And it's yours and mine, our responsibility is to talk to people and to get them out of that. Because God had to wait how many thousands of years from the garden to bring the correction? 4,000 plus years to bring that correction that Jesus can get born, to cancel that whole thing that happened in the garden. From there, the seed line can be restored. Even though we still carry the seed, it's got no more power. We can get born again, saved. That's why of utmost importance that we do that. So hopefully this has given you something to look at. When you read your Bible again, when you read about the snake, go look, what does it say about the snake? Don't just think, oh, it's talking about the devil. It's talking about the seed line that was the enemy's plan to take over. Go look today at all the bad things happening in the world. How the enemy is trying to stop things. Anything to do with Christianity gets stopped. Because that seed line, they don't want that seed line to carry on. It's the beast nature. It wants to stop the seed of the Holy Spirit that gets, impregnates Christians. That's why most of the time, when somebody's truly, I use that word again, truly saved, when you talk to them, you can pick up, this is a Christian I'm talking to. Somebody that you don't know. You just pick it up. And you can quickly pick up when somebody's not a Christian. Because they have not been impregnated by the Holy Spirit yet to carry Jesus. So make sure that the Jesus you are carrying inside of you are growing. Feed him the correct food. Read your word. What did I say in the beginning of the year? Eat your 
manna and your quills daily. Otherwise, he's going to struggle to grow in you. You're going to struggle to grow, in other words. Because I want to see somebody getting bigger and bigger in the spirit because of what they're eating and he's growing then in them. Because there's going to be a day on the day of the Lord that he's going to give birth to what we are carrying. On the day of the Lord, we will give birth to the one that the seed we are carrying. When Jesus gets manifested in his sons, we're not flying away. He's getting birthed on this earth in you. Again, like Mary. It's going to happen again. Everything repeats itself. And on that day, the day of, um, of, of the day of the Lord, your body that we read will be redeemed. To its fullness. And we're going to start talking about that next year. When we start the school again. But you need to know. On that day things are going to change. And the enemy is as scared as he was of Jesus getting birthed. Born. He's as scared of the day of the Lord. Even more. Because he's not going to have to attack just one Jesus. There's going to be plenty of Jesuses walking the earth with his spirit inside of us. We're not special. The one we're carrying is what it's about. Mary wasn't special. It's what she was carrying. Man makes Mary special. The church system makes Mary special. She was a normal girl. She didn't ask for it. She was disobedient. But the one she carried, that's what it was about. That's the special one. The one you carry, that's what it's about. It's not about you. All right.